listening to the Privacy First podcast, a podcast dedicated to creating a dialogue of building products that are privacy first. We interview founders building privacy products and enterprise CEOs, cover the latest updates on privacy and discuss the state of privacy around the world. I am Arvind, founder of Newfine and Skizzy. Today we are covering some interesting stories. Uh, Amazon faces backlash for its sidewalk feature. Tutanota ordered by court to monitor its encrypted email. News about a second encryption firm that was controlled by the CIA. Apple and Facebook fight it out over Apple's new privacy features. And uh, Google faces a similar challenge with a complaint in the UK against its privacy sandbox. So great first. Amazon faces a privacy backlash for its sidewalk feature which turns Alexa devices into neighborhood Wi-Fi networks that owners have to opt out. They claim that uh, by sharing a small portion of their home network bandwidth, neighbors give a little but get a lot in return. But what are we really getting especially if we don't have roaming devices? Amazon says that you can opt out of it uh, through the Alexa app under your account settings. So what is sidewalk according to Amazon uh, sidewalk uses uh, Wi-Fi from neighbors to create a shared network that helps devices work better but of course there are uh, privacy concerns Amazon sidewalk uses uh, bluetooth the 900 megahertz spectrum and other frequencies to extend the coverage and uh, provide these benefits they also apologize to Alexa owners outside the US uh, some of whom were notified of the US only launch Sidewalk is launching in the US as an opt-out feature uh, that the company says will connect Echo and Ring doorbells to any nearby Alexa device or even those owned by your neighbors to create this shared network. On its launch page, uh, this is what they claim. These bridge devices uh, share a small portion of the user's internet bandwidth which is pooled together to provide these services to the user and their neighbor. And when more neighbors participate, the, net- the network becomes even stronger. to give more clarity about how it exactly works they have published a research paper detailing the technology behind sidewalk and the steps taken to keep users data private the link to which will be added in the podcast show notes briefly touch upon that information customers would deem sensitive like the contents of a packet sent over sidewalk network is not seen by sidewalk amazon writes that only the intended destinations that is the endpoint and application server possess the keys required to access this information sidewalk's design also ensures that owners of sidewalk gateways do not have access to the contents of the packets uh, from endpoints uh, that they do not own and that use their bandwidth and similarly endpoint owners do not have access to gateway information in other words amazon claims that its servers will authenticate your data and route it to the right place but he says it won't read or collect it they also say that uh, it deletes information used to route each packet of data every 24 hours and uh, adds that it uses automatically rolling device ids to ensure that the data traveling over the sidewalk network can't be tied to a particular or a specific customer and rightly there have been a lot of concerns raised that sidewalk should be an opt in feature adding it feels wrong not knowing what your device is connected to the on by default approach is not consumer friendly it would be valid if you felt that you know no one rides on my wifi for free especially a giant corporation with billions of dollars and i think the larger concern is the unintended consequences of a constant tracking beyond your home devices range For now we'll have to see how the launch plays out and uh, how many users choose to opt out out of it. Next up, a uh, court forces mail provider Tutanota to monitor function. 
this is through a ruling by the regional court of cologne uh, that has now forced the hanover based company to install a function that enables investigators to monitor individual mailboxes and read mails in plain text tutonota intends to appeal against this uh, decision but uh, this has no suspensive effect so they therefore already had to start developing the monitoring function if the appeal is successful the function will not be activated or uh, removed What's interesting about this is that the ruling deviates from the case law of other courts. For example, the regional court of Hanover decided that uh, Tutonota does not provide or participate in telecommunication services in the legal sense and therefore cannot be obligated uh, to perform uh, telecommunication surveillance. A Hanoverian uh, judges again referred to a ruling of the European Court of Justice uh, ECJ of uh, 2019 according to which email services are not communication services. In this case uh, it was about an extortion mail that was sent from a Tutanota mailbox to an automotive supplier. Tutanota is now forced to program a function by the end of the year that will enable the state office of criminal investigation of North Rhine Westphalia to monitor this mailbox. And uh, this is a response from uh, Tutanota. The encrypted data can't be decrypted by us as only the user holds the key for decryption. This ruling requires us to hand out newly incoming and outgoing or non-encrypted emails of one suspected criminal before these are being encrypted. The ruling does not affect any other mail account. It also does not affect already encrypted data or emails that are sent with end-to-end -end encryption. So it is not clear uh, if the function that they're building will only intercept those emails that are not end-to-end -end encrypted but are about to be encrypted on the backend. And if the same person chooses to do end-to-end -end encryption, then the function will not work. Some users have uh, posted on social media that Facebook is actively scanning and removing piracy links in messages. Uh, what do you think about this? Should they have access to private messages, even to the extent of uh, scanning links? A similar conundrum arises in Australia, which we'll cover in a bit. Next up, uh, Varanasi in India is installing 3,000 CCTV cameras with automated uh, facial recognition tech at the city's crossings, using crime control as an excuse for uh, facial recognition surveillance. Varanasi is a city in the northern Indian state of uh, Uttar Pradesh. This is in line with the trend that we have seen during the pandemic, where there has been an emergence of uh, mass surveillance from contact tracing apps to tracking through smartphones in the name of protecting and securing society in varanasi's case the authorities say that the sole purpose of these cameras is to advance security measures and track suspected criminals this began early this year with a budget of about 15 million dollars and it's executed by an austrian company the project will connect all the police stations in the city to this uh, cctv network with about uh, 500 kilometers of optical fiber uh, being laid at 700 points in the city the camera network is part of a government sponsored uh, smart city project next uh, french government is on a mission to develop an encrypted messaging platform the interdepartmental digital directorate uh, dinum uh, set out in late 2017 to develop a secure messaging service for members of the government to communicate uh, safely their reason for not using uh, mainstream encrypted messaging applications is that uh, they were not suitable for a government wide messaging solution these centralized uh, proprietary apps would uh, keep french government data within their own systems In addition to that uh, the Patriot Act creates ambiguity and the provider's business models were not suitable for government use. They say that they saw these uh, platforms as consumer grade uh, solution. 
so what did they go with uh, it's a solution called matrix uh, matrix is a decentralized communication protocol developed with interoperability and privacy in mind element an entity whose founders also led the open source uh, matrix project helped uh, dinum uh, deploy the matrix based solution it went live in april 2019 and was rolled out across all ministries by march 2020 it had around 80000 daily active users Uh, what's not surprising is that uh, within weeks the user base doubled to 160000 uh, with the coronavirus pandemic that led to majority of france's uh, civil services switch to home based working and now there is more information about a uh, cia controlling a second swiss encryption firm this has led the uh, swiss politicians to demand an investigation after revelations that a second company was allegedly used by the cia and its german counterpart to spy on governments worldwide this was uncovered by a swiss public broadcaster srf a first investigation had revealed back in february a decades long setup in which uh, the cia and its german counterpart creamed off the top secret communications of governments through their uh, hidden control of a swiss encryption company called uh, crypto srf's report this week uh, found that a second but smaller uh, swiss encryption firm called omnisec had been used in the same way omnisec was uh, split off from the swiss uh, cryptographic equipment maker called uh, greeteg in 1987 they sold voice fax and uh, data encryption equipment to governments around the globe until it stopped operations about 2 uh, years ago SRF's investigation revealed that Omnisec had sold manipulated equipment to foreign governments and armies. They also sold uh, faulty OC500 series devices to several federal agencies in Switzerland, including its own intelligence agencies, as well as banks like UBS and other private companies. The first company, Crypto's case, is just as shocking. Uh, Crypto supplied devices for encrypted communications to about 120 countries after World War II, countries like Iran, uh, South America, India, and uh, Pakistan. Unknown to these governments, Crypto was uh, secretly acquired in 1970 by the CIA together with the then West Germany's BND Federal Intelligence Service. Together, they rigged Crypto's equipment to be able to break the code and read the government customers' messages. Based on classified internal CIA history, the operation originally called Thesaurus and later Rubicon. In 1980s, the leaks from the modified machines supplied roughly 40% of all uh, foreign communications the US code breakers would process for intelligence. Facebook was fined $6 million by a South Korean agency for protecting personal information week but not only that uh, the agency has also sought a criminal investigation The country's Personal Information Protection Commission was launched in August this year said in a statement it fined Facebook after a probe found that the personal information of at least 3.3 million of the 18 million Facebook users in Korea were provided to operators other than Facebook without their knowledge from May 2012 to June 2018 The commission said uh, a user agreed to share their information with a particular service when they logged in with the Facebook accounts. However, the user's friends didn't and they were unaware that their data were also being shared. Another reason the commission has also fined them is for obstruction uh, that made determining the precise scope of the company's violations difficult and hampered investigations. Another incident is that Facebook also stored user password data without encryption and didn't regularly notify users when the company accessed the data uh, and uh, turned in false or incomplete documents during the investigation. With that, uh, let's look at what Canada is doing on updating its data protection laws.
Canada's Bill C-11 proposes the creation of a new Consumer Privacy Protection Act and a Personal Information and Data Protection Tribunal Act to replace the 20-year-old Personal Information Protection and Electronic Documents Act or PIPEDA if you can call it that. The bill describes itself as implementing the federal government's digital charter, a set of principles designed to guide federal digital and data policy. The first thing to note about Bill C-11 is that it transforms the awkward and cobbled together drafting of PIPEDA into a much better organized and smartly drafted legislative text. Not only does this improve the general accessibility of the law, it marks a level of maturity for data protection in Canada. PIPEDA was a set of legal rules grafted into the Canadian Standards Association Model Code for protection of personal information. That's a mouthful. Uh, legislation to protect personal data collected by the private sector was a hard sell in 2000 when uh, it was introduced largely to help build consumer confidence around new online commerce. The adoption of the model code as the normative heart of the law was a compromise, as was a soft touch oversight and enforcement model in which the privacy commissioner lacks uh, order making power. This is definitely needed while we are in the times where massive data security breaches are becoming routine. Uh, there are rising questions about rights of individuals to know how their personal information is being used, to understand how it impacts them and to have a recourse against the abuse. There are new provisions in, in the bill that aim to tackle these challenges. Uh, the bill will require organizations to provide upfront a general account of their use of uh, any automated decision system to make predictions, recommendations or decisions about individuals that could have significant impacts on them. The individual's right of access to one's personal information will also include a right to an explanation of any prediction, recommendation or decision made using an automated decision system. Uh, this is also a kind of right to erasure, uh, the right of individuals to ask organizations to delete the personal information they hold about them. I think more privacy bills should include this, especially since these prediction systems are like black boxes and uh, some of them could have a great impact on a person's ability to uh, get debt or uh, get hired, access credit, etc. And it can get quite tricky because these predictions rely not on just the data that the user gives, but the data that is inferred from the user's uh, explicitly provided information. The bill also enables the creation of frameworks for uh, data portability that stems from a new right expressed in GDPR. As part of the rights of individuals to control their personal data, the idea is that they can port their data from one service provider to another. In practice, this is more complicated than it looks and looks like the Canadian approach is to enable data portability between companies in a particular sector or industry. Once data standards uh, and appropriate infrastructure are in place, individuals will be able to port data from one provider to another provider within the secure framework. Another interesting exception will allow organizations to first de-identify or anonymize uh, personal information in their possession without the individual's knowledge or consent and then to use that information for internal research and development purposes. Now, uh, we have seen in the past that uh, there are researchers who have identified that even if you de-identify uh, users, that is not enough because you can still extract uh, almost unique data that will point to who the person is behind that data. These provisions may prove more challenging to apply than anticipated uh, because it's not clear how much data could meet the definition of de-identified information if the organization also retains the data in identifiable form. Uh, de-identified data can also be disclosed by an organization without knowledge or consent 
where it is for a socially beneficial purpose which is a purpose related to health the provision of improvement of public amenities or infrastructure uh, the protection of environment or any other prescribed purpose and as you can imagine this is a pretty wide scope and uh, we'll have to see how it gets narrowly defined I think the better part about this bill is the new automaking powers and a new data tribunal that will be able to impose substantial fines for the breach of certain obligations uh which are both welcome and although the data tribunal has raised some eyebrows there are concerns it may add time and complexity to the processes uh, and its impact will vary depend upon its composition uh, there is also a private right of action for individuals who have exhausted all recourse under the proposed consumer privacy protection act and it looks like this bill is more than just an update to earlier pipeta it's it's almost a reset and a very interesting one of course there's going to be uh, disagreements and uh, especially over the scope and wording of a uh, number of provisions but uh, it's a major move of bringing in private sector data protection into an updated form of current digital infrastructure In an interesting turn of events Apple has criticized Facebook for uh, trying to collect as much data as possible from users saying it will push ahead with its planned launch of a new privacy feature despite objections from the advertising industry The company's director of global privacy Jane uh, made the criticism in a letter to a coalition of privacy groups reassuring them that the feature which will require users to actively allow developers to track how they use other apps Uh, would still be launched and uh, continues to say that uh, they developed app tracking transparency for a single reason uh, because they shared the same concerns about users being tracked without their consent and uh, bundling and reselling of data by advertising networks and data brokers she also defended apple's approach to targeted adverts uh, which she said uh, was based on demographic details rather than user tracking Facebook and others have a very different approach to targeting uh, she wrote uh, not only do they allow the grouping of users into smaller segments they also use detailed data about online browsing activity to target ads and uh, this of course drew a strong rebuke from Facebook which accused Apple of using the dominant market position to self preference their own data collection while making it nearly impossible for their competitors to use the same data Facebook says Apple claims it's about privacy but it's about profit. This ATT feature is expected to be launched in early 2021. Apple has also faced a separate complaint based on the very existence of the ID for advertisers. In a privacy case filed on Monday last week, the consumer rights activist uh, Max Schrems argued that the tracking capabilities violate uh, privacy regulations and would continue to do so even after Apple's planned changes were implemented. Google is also facing a similar challenge where a digital marketing firms file a UK competition complaint against uh, Google's privacy sandbox. For those of you who don't know, privacy sandbox is uh, Google's push to phase out third-party tracking cookies. So this complaint is brought on by a coalition of uh, digital marketing companies calling themselves uh, marketers for an open web. They announced a couple of days ago that it's filed a complaint with the UK's Competition and Markets Authority. calling for the regulator to block implementation of the sandbox the coalition warns google's phasing out of third party tracking cookies to be put on ice to prevent the sandbox launching in early 2021 this is to give regulators time to devise or propose what it dubs long term competitive remedies to mitigate uh, google's dominance 
the director of the coalition uh, roswell said that the concept of open web is based on a decentralized standards based environment that is not under the control of any single commercial organization this model is vital to the health of a free and independent media to a competitive digital business environment and to the freedom of choice of all uh, web users privacy sandbox creates new google owned standards and is an irreversible step towards a google owned walled garden uh, where uh, they control how businesses and users interact online the group's complaint follows a similar one filed in france last month in that case targeting privacy changes incoming to apple's smartphone platform that are also set to limit uh, advertisers access to an iphone specific tracking id that's generated for that purpose However, uh, the Competition and Markets Authority has not yet taken a decision on whether or not to investigate. Uh, they have said that uh, some of the concerns raised in the letter relate to those uh, they have already identified in their online platforms and uh, digital advertising market study. If they do feel that urgency is important, uh, they might place an interim block on the sandbox release until a decision to investigate is evaluated. Another story surrounding Europe is its debate on privacy and uh, child sexual abuse. The EU's executive branch and its defenders want automatic scanning to continue. They argue that the scanning tools don't infringe upon uh, privacy because the algorithms don't understand the content. On the other side, there are privacy activists, uh, EU lawmakers and uh, top privacy regulators uh, who say that automatic scanning is a major infringement of uh, people's fundamental right to privacy. If uh, lawmakers cannot agree on a draft law then platforms will face new privacy rules without an exemption for uh, child sexual uh, abuse material now Johansson uh, the EU's home affairs commissioner who is behind the derogation initiative is uh, pushing back the european commission wants to present a fully fledged piece of legislation on the fight against uh, sexual abuse online next year and uh, finalized by december 21st but some lawmakers dismiss the deadline as artificial since scanning would not stop overnight without the uh, derogation and for the final story uh, hackers could now know what people type on zoom video call by evaluating the shoulder movement of users from the research done by the university of texas at san antonio and university of oklahoma led by university of texas assistant professor of computer science It was demonstrated that the people's passwords and other things that they type during a video conference meeting is not safe as hackers could be able to guess their passwords and much more things by analyzing the body position and language of the person while on a video conferencing call. The keys that are pressed by the user while they use these platforms can be detected by analyzing the upper arm movement of the users with almost 93% accuracy. from all the information using previous research our researchers developed a program that made word profiles using an english dictionary from the sequence of movements they have not used any sophisticated machine learning or ai technology to develop such a program so this could be a very easy way for hackers to use this information against users uh, some things to note uh, during their research uh, certain issues were encountered by them some of which are uh, in the lab the average accuracy was around 75% uh, system struggles with long sleeves rather than short sleeves system faces problems when users have long hair covering their shoulders it's difficult for system to act for slow typers rather than fast typers thanks for listening and see you again on next week's episode of privacy first Bye.